Welcome to the Design Thinkers Academy London podcast, where we focus on design thinking and its role in some of the biggest issues facing society today. So, do you want to add to your design thinking toolkit? Well, if you're working in product and service design or wanting to create meaningful change in organisations and even society, you'll benefit from systems thinking. It's the ability to see how systems around us interact and affect one another. If you have a better understanding of those connections, you can make sure your projects are even more effective. Our systems thinking course is led by Simon Goff. Simon is an experienced design consultant, as well as a facilitator, trainer, speaker and writer, with clients ranging from companies to central government. So, Simon, welcome to the podcast, first and foremost. Thank you. But can you start by telling us what systems thinking actually is? So, okay, a quick introduction to systems thinking. I mean, first of all, systems thinking as a general concept represents a whole load of kind of different sort of tools and, and kind of approaches and perspectives on, on systems. And I think the, so the first part is really to just talk about what do we mean by systems? So I think this can, can be really helpful. One way to look at this is kind of look at the systems all around us. So for example, we could take a, a car. You know, when we think about something like a car, we have to imagine that there's something which needs all of its parts to work together in order to function. So it's a useful definition, you know, a set of kind of parts that have relationships that work together that allow something to, to function. But of course, there's lots of different systems, you know, trees are systems or human bodies are systems. And then when we're thinking about more kind of maybe business scenarios, organisations are systems. You know, in an organisation, you need certain functions, you need things to work together to kind of make them happen, to kind of allow them to achieve their purpose. So systems thinking is a way of seeing the whole. In other words, how parts work together in order for us to kind of a better understanding of what will happen if we make a change or, you know, what's the context of the work we're doing. And the other thing, I suppose, is that it allows us to see systems as being part of other systems. When we start to see a system as a kind of a whole thing, we can see that that maybe fits within something else. So again, a tree is a part of a forest and a forest is a part of a local ecosystem or an organisation as part of a, a sector or a sector as, as part of a kind of a wider industry. So, you know, we start to get this perspective on things which allows us to see the parts how they work together, more importantly, and how whole systems kind of interact with each other and fit within each other. So I guess that's a kind of high level view. And if we're talking about what systems thinking is in, I suppose, the context of this course, it's worth talking about the fact that there's lots of different approaches to systems thinking that have kind of appeared and have been developed over the years. And they include things that are more focused on how people work together or how maybe kind of the natural world operates or even complex engineering or software projects. And so we look at a combination of those, but they all come under the banner of systems thinking. Simon, how does this all fit in, though, with design thinking? There's some really interesting ways that they kind of work together. I mean, I think they're very complementary, first of all. I think there's core elements of systems thinking and design thinking that really fit together. So, for example, one of the things that we might do in design thinking is immersion, kind of research, trying to gain an understanding of a situation. And I think systems thinking really helps us with other tools that can help us to explore that by bringing together people's different knowledge or different experiences. There's a lot in that, and particularly some of the, the things that we look at on this course that help us to understand how that works. There's a lot around collaboration. 
So it's very important in systems thinking and design thinking for people to work together. And again, I think systems thinking enhances our toolkits and our approaches in ways that we can collaborate. So there's a lot of things that are in common with each other. But I also think that systems thinking is adding things that design thinking doesn't necessarily go into. So, for example, the ability to explore the kind of possible impacts of what we're doing or to understand kind of the knock-on effect elsewhere that might happen as a result of something that we may be creating or actually giving us different perspectives. So quite often when we're doing kind of a specific design thinking project, we may be looking at a product or a service that might come out of that project. And that can be very, very useful. But also, there are lots of ways to kind of create a, a shift in a system. So for example, let's imagine that, you know, in an organization, things aren't working very well, there's there's a lot of bad stuff going on that we want to try and fix in some way. You know, there's ways that we could improve internal services through design thinking, or that we can find ways to create new products, new interfaces, lots of things that we could do with design thinking. But systems thinking offers us opportunities to look at different levels of intervention a bit more as well. So it might be that there are small tweaks, little changes in behavior, or completely new ways of looking at how the organization operates. So this ability to kind of improve our scale and a way of looking at things, I think, kind of adds to design thinking so that we don't necessarily have to kind of look at particular solutions. We can kind of increase our toolkit and portfolio of things that we can do. And I think that human side is really important too, just to reiterate, the ability to allow us to collaborate better, to get different perspectives from different people, to understand exactly what these systems look like. That gives us a really good starting point for design thinking projects and any kind of uh, improvement project. Can you give us an example, perhaps from your own experience or one which you use when you're leading this course or will be using, that which sort of really illustrates the, the two working hand in hand together, as it were, systems thinking and design thinking? First of all, I think it's just worth saying that a lot of my work is about bringing these things together generally. So I'm, I'm kind of combining these tools all the time. For example, I've done some work in different government departments where you know, a lot of the focus has been trying to find sort of really particular points of intervention. And sometimes you go into a project where the intent of the project is to perhaps create an interface or an app or a digital solution for something. And then actually through exploring some of the different systems that kind of are there and relate to each other, you kind of uncover the fact that actually those things just wouldn't work because there's other things coming on. People have their own systems. There might be other organizations involved. If you can see some of the complexity, you realize how hard it would be for that to be successful. But there are things that you can identify. This kind of goes back to, to what I was saying about different levels of intervention. There are things that you can look at that may be smaller that can actually achieve the goal in a kind of simpler way. And I think having that different perspective works. And I've done that in, in a couple of projects, one to do with actual procurement uh, and legal contracting, and actually thinking about how the law and, and the kind of legal contracts within things can actually have an impact um, within a wider service. So like these different ways that we can work in this. Uh, and also another government department had a lot of data handling and what they were looking at is maybe initially some kind of um, app to handle this, but actually it turned out that we need to look at data itself completely differently. So it's different scales and different interventions. But if I had to say, like, really practically, what would we be doing on the course that kind of enhances that toolkit that people have got? It's worth noting that there's a couple of different things here that we're looking at. So we're looking at stuff which is called what they call soft systems, which is around how human beings work together. And we're also looking at what they call system dynamics, which is about the functions of systems like causes and effects. Now, these 
these tools are really useful because one of the things that you can do is you can pull tools from one of those, for instance, soft systems, and it allows you to kind of create visual ways, practical ways of getting different people's viewpoints on a problem situation together, for example. So that kind of practical tool of getting people together and visualizing a problem situation, even at the very start of a project, regardless on what tools you're gonna use later on, can be useful. And that's something that I would use in my work and it's something that we do on the course and it's something that I think everybody can find helpful in their work. The other thing we might look at is just kind of causes and effects. So very simple kind of feedback loops. Do we understand what will happen if this happens? Or does the kind of existence of this mean that something else is kind of happening somewhere else in the system? By mapping out some of those relationships, we can have a better understanding of the impacts of our actions or what changes might kind of create elsewhere in the system. So these are very practical tools. And I think a last thing to just mention is that another approach that we look at is storytelling, for example. So in this course, we'll use storytelling as a way to kind of understand how we can bring people with us on a journey to kind of change a system. And again, that's a tool that I use quite practically in all sorts of different projects to try and engage new people or to kind of help people collaborate and work together. So lots of different perspectives um, that are practical, lots of different tools that are practical uh, and that can be used in all sorts of different scenarios. Thanks for that, Simon. If I were to push you, though, to do the elevator pitch, if there are people who are listening to this podcast and they're going, I'm thinking about taking it, but, you know, can you give that elevator pitch which might get them to, to sign up, as it were? Well, first of all, I think if you're a design thinker, you're already a kind of design thinking practitioner, then I think this course is a way to kind of enhance that toolkit with things which kind of add depth to the tools that you're using and and allow you to respond to kind of different situations that maybe you've not had the toolkit to to respond to before. Clever ways to see the bigger picture around what you're doing. Practical tools to help you actually make change in a way that has a meaningful effect rather than in a change in a situation where you don't know what's going to happen. So I think those things, you know, meaningful change through your work, um, the ability to see the bigger picture, the ability to work together better. I think these are all really practical things for design thinking practitioners that maybe enhance the tool that they've already got. But actually, even if you're not the design thinking practitioner, I think there's a lot to be gained from this perspective of how the world works, because that's really what this is fundamentally about. How does the world work? And and I think for me, that's what's really exciting. And I apologise for going on longer than an elevator pitch. Um, Keep going, keep going. This is great. What's interesting to me is that this whole thing, this whole idea of systems thinking originated from this kind of way that we used to look at the world, which is that we break it down. We kind of have individual subjects. We have individual disciplines. When we look at projects, we're analytical. We break them down into their component parts. And there's scenarios in which that works. But actually what this is all about and where this came from is an attempt to think actually the world doesn't work that way. If we don't understand the relationships between the parts, if we don't understand the purpose of how those parts work together and what they achieve, then we really don't get what's going on in lots of scenarios. So I think for anybody interested in this course, that's a really key thing. You know, this is a way of looking at the world that understands how the world works at different levels and different systems that make that part of that world. Simon, thanks again for joining us uh, today. Thank you. So thanks to Simon for joining us today. 
If you're interested in learning more about the Design Thinkers Academy London and its courses, such as Simon Goff's on systems thinking and service blueprinting, do visit the website or follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Many thanks for listening and look out for further podcasts soon.